0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Time for attorney at county law, Karen Cotty, at 651. And let's start by talking about uh, the Rittenhouse trial Karen and uh, jury selection—it's really important, isn't it?
0: Well, it sure is. A lot of people say that cases are won or lost based on jury selection, and uh, in a case like this, I think it's even more important because it's such a polarized issue. Right? Is Rittenhouse some crazy right-wing vigilante who came there to kill protesters, or is he some Second Amendment hero who's there to save the day? Uh, So you know, whichever way you're wired on that from the very beginning of the case, is going to really influence what you see when you watch the evidence and hear the testimony. So uh, so we have uh, 20 jurors. Uh, they're all white, I believe, except perhaps uh, one Hispanic person, and uh, most of the people in that jury pool said they knew about the case. So everyone came with some awareness.
1: What did you think of the judge's pre-trial rulings?
0: Well, he's a trusty guy. I mean, he's been a judge for 35 years, probably the longest sitting judge in Wisconsin. And he he made a couple rulings that have been talked about in the press. The ruling about not calling the people who died victims is a very common ruling by judges. And the reason is because you're presumed innocent. So if a person dies in a shooting, you can't presume that he's a victim of a crime because there's no crime presumed. So it's pretty clear that the lawyers should not refer to the deceased uh, to people as victims. But Mm -hmm. the other issue is to refer to those people as looters and rioters. The judge didn't say that the lawyers can refer to the people who died as looters and rioters, but if there was proof that they were looting and rioting, then yes, the lawyers could refer to them in that term. So I think, you know, these are semantics, but it's important because when you're watching, um, you know, the testimony and, and and hearing all this stuff using those words can really kind of taint the jury and how they paint, uh, how the picture is painted.
1: Do you think Rittenhouse will testify?
0: I almost think that he has to, because he has to tell the jury what he reasonably believed when he shot that gun three times. So there are three separate incidents where he shot the gun, and he's going to have to say to the jury, this guy was coming at me, this guy was threatening me with a skateboard on my head or whatever it is, and this is what I thought I had to do to save myself. He's going to have to say that because nobody else really can do that.
1: On to the uh, Blackhawks. They held settlement talks yesterday, and apparently the two sides met for about an hour. What do you think topic one was, Karen, money?
0: Well, I think I think that's right. Um, now, remember, the, the lawyer here represents two people who were supposedly assaulted by this former um, coach uh, for the Blackhawks. So I think maybe there's an initial settlement discussion about what are you demanding? What are you willing to pay? And if they're anywhere near uh, somewhere where they could meet in the middle, perhaps they continue the talks. But my guess is at this point, there was a huge demand and the Blackhawks maybe are going to try their luck in court to see if they can get some of these allegations dismissed.
1: Uh, You've probably been in situations like this. If you're a lawyer on the Blackhawks side, how much does public relations and publicity and uh, how that's portrayed w- once you reach a settlement how much does that enter into the lawyers' uh, minds in those negotiations
0: well, it's big, Bob, because the, the leverage that you have when you're representing um, plaintiffs like this is that this was smeared all over the country. It was national news. There's a huge fallout, uh, $2 million in fines. Stan Bowman is down as general manager. Joel Quenville, you know, had to resign from his job in Florida. So you have all this fallout. So this is good for the plaintiffs in that you know that the black hawk wants to make black hawks want to make this right you know they want to set the tone to say we feel bad we should this should never have happened we apologize and here's the money and let's let this thing go away because the longer it goes the more uh bad publicity you're going to get on this so yeah the fact that this is a high profile case makes the case worth worth more in my eyes
1: for sure more from karen on the radio here Sunday afternoon. Three o'clock, two hours with Karen Cotty on legal issues in the news. Thanks, Karen. Talk to you here uh, next Wednesday morning.